0: Think twice. It's all right. Season two, episode two of Pandora. It's a CW series that's been on the air for two years, but you may have never heard of it because the first season got waved through really quickly. And when I say really quickly, I mean Mark A. Altman, who was the spec writer for the show. He like started off by sending in a script. He sold it in February of 2019. Less than a few months later in April, they were shooting. And wow. then the first <laughs> episode was premiering on in June of that year. Wow, so it was like incredibly fast. Yeah, and they were planning to do the same thing with the second season, and COVID hit. Yeah, okay. So that's where we're at right now. It's just released its second episode. As I said, the title is Don't Think Twice, It's All Right. And let me get a quick introduction of the characters. So I know that the main character is named Jax, which you should be familiar with because another character is named Jax. Sons of Anarchy, yeah. Sons of Anarchy. They
1: spell it the same way too, J-A-X. Yeah, it was, it was strange, but actually that's not did c-
0: you know, sorry, last, last thing, I promise. Sons of Anarchy, he's actually short for Jacqueline as well.
1: No, it's not, <laughs> But uh, <laughs> okay. Xander Duvall is a character that we actually follow the most in this episode. Jax is kind of a little bit of a side character. You want to know something um, crazy
0: about uh, the guy who plays him? Um, sure. Xander is played by someone named Oliver Dench. And that just happens to be the great aunt, or sorry, his great aunt is Judy Dench.
1: Yeah, I imagine because of the last name. Um, But we follow him and he... Does he have an accent? No, not really, but he's floating through space, um, kind of just unwieldy, he doesn't have anyone that's about to save him. Uh, that's this how it starts off, and right before... When you say he's floating through space,
0: you mean, like, he is...
1: I mean, it literally starts off with a close-up on, on him, and then it just stays on that like shot a as type Yeah, basically, it's kind of reminded me of that, um, except for that in this opening sequence, he starts thinking about Jax, who he's, like, I am assume is his
0: girlfriend. Yeah, so in the first season which didn't get the best reviews we learned that Jax is uh she's this newcomer in this space training academy and xander is there as sort of like the teacher in training and he takes her under his wing okay uh, and he's not the most responsible teacher but they start up a relationship and she also liked this other guy for a while and there was this you know, love, love triangle. The yeah. Um. And what he reminded me was four from Divergent. And I know that the series is very optimistic and positive and not gritty at all. It was very
1: cheesy at some points. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not the dystopian type thing that you see in Divergent. But the characterization of having the teacher or the the sort of teacher having a relationship yeah. with the student reminded me of four and whatever her face was in that series. The main character. The main character yeah i, I forgot her yeah, name yeah i didn't read the divergent novel
1: so i don't know mm-hmm.
0: uh so you learn about those two characters uh did you learn about any aliens were there any aliens in the yeah, show yeah there were
1: two Zetarians and i didn't get the name of one of them i know one is named Raylan. And yeah he, Ray, Raylan's the one i did get the name of he's kind of like the main alien that is the goes main, on the mission with him this is the main
0: alien yes completely.
1: and and they have and like the Zetarians have this like I guess it, it kind of reminded me of an iPad, but it was something that gave them information on kind of like where portal activity was happening, uh, which is why they go to the place that they go to in this episode. Yeah, surprise, and-
0: surprise. This uh, this series doesn't have the biggest budget. Like they film it in bulk area to save money. Right, yeah. And I think part of the reason it got a second season after not the st- the most stellar reviews was because they realized they could film it for cheap and they shoot it in such a quick time. That-
1: it's, it's weird that like a show that's made for cheap takes place kind of in outer space especially when they do try to kind of have special effects which weren't the best done but when you saw some exterior of the spaceships it was like oh okay that's kind of cool
0: well they like to pay homage with like star trek next generation buck rogers and the first season was supposed to be more of a college drama than even a space show like they were even comparing Uh. it to harry potter and just another harry potter reference so the guy who plays Raylan, the alien right yeah yeah so do you want to guess how he he has a certain accent right like most aliens do yeah kind of he speaks in a certain way Mm -hmm. And the way that he got it is kind of interesting. He combined Professor Snape with a YouTuber. Do you want to guess which YouTuber?
1: Oh, I have no idea which YouTuber.
0: Swedish YouTuber?
1: Ola soy German? I don't know. Swedish. PewDiePie. Yeah, of course. So (laughs) he took
0: PewDiePie and he took uh, Snape and that's what came out. And he kind of British sized it as
1: well. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get that from his accent, but that's that's pretty cool, I
0: guess. Well not only that, but he had to then try to teach the other Zatarians who came in there because when they originally wrote his role, they didn't give that character an accent. They were just like wing it and and if i learned anything from researching this show it's that they went wing it a lot
1: yeah i mean it felt like that kind of when i was watching the show what, a was, lot.
0: what was the overall plot of this episode? okay
1: so the the main plot of the episode is that because uh, exander does get saved by i believe the dauntless that's the name of the um spaceship after his ship his ship yeah or i think so because he starts off by saying that green plasma energy has consumed um a different shipment that ship i believe was called the freighter and then the dauntless i think it's Dauntless, comes and saves him and then the uh it he, would make sense that his own
0: ship comes to save him yeah
1: yeah and then he he speaks with the admiral with Jax, and then there and the admiral is like okay i need you to investigate this one place it has um, some portal activity and we need you to eliminate the weapons and another big plot that they want is they need to try and find Jax's mom So that was like... Yeah,
0: so Jax's mom was considered dead in the first season. They Mm -hmm. thought that she was an orphan. And then there was a big season finale twist uh, that Eve, I think, is the name of her. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it was actually played by a different character. (laughs) Um, But because of COVID, they had to recast a ton of people. And some of the fans uh, have been watching it. And they have been missing some characters. Like, major uh, characters haven't shown up.
1: I guess I need to ask, have they been filming this during COVID?
0: Yeah, so like yeah. they had just f- finished setting up the sets for season two when COVID hit. The guy had to, the main guy, uh, Mark A. Altman, who's the showrunner and seems to have his fingers in everything from writing to casting. And no offense to the dude, but it seems like he's pretty new at this because.
1: Yeah, no, I, I can see what you're talking about. There's, there's as mentioned before, some cheesiness to it. Like, there's a fight scene that takes place to the end of this, which is just, like, I, I'm surprised that but they I, actually put this in. Like, I think
0: this is his baby. Cause it, and as far as the fight scenes, we can get into those because every single cast member is very open about the fact that their stunt work. Most of them do their own stunts, but they save it till the last second of the day to film it. Like, they have, like, I don't know, long days, 10-hour days, and they save it till, like, the last hour, to really just like learn their moves they get a few directions from the stunt coordinator sometimes but that's it and sometimes the stunt guys are just like yeah just keep going (laughs) <laughs> like just, just they're so it's free, yeah, they're very free.
1: The thing the thing is is that like they go to this place and it's run by this council and these people uh are evil. It's the main person's Jennifer.
0: An evil council.
1: Yeah. Yes. Um because basically what they do is anyone over the age of twenty five, since they're all young, um, they send into this portal that ends up killing the people that are over twenty-five, but they leech the energy off of them. Yeah, straight up Logan's is, run. Complete yeah this, Logan's run. Yeah. And so um, you know, that's what the episode mostly takes place. Place with and the fight scene by the very end is just like them facing the council and it just seemed very like first off it reminded me a lot of the beta daryl negan finale scene because it only lasted a like minute mm-hmm. and uh it just what, what, what if, if we found out in that? The Walking Dead that they've also been just winging their action scenes yeah, like right, all these years because yeah. <laughs> like with
0: Raylan he did say in his interview that the prosthetics on his face take hours to put on every time and yeah, I remember yeah, with yeah, Smallville um, that the main guy who played Lex Luthor really hated that he had to come in so early because they had to make him bald every single time and it just took forever and uh, Jennifer <laughs> Lawrence complained about it I, and, yeah I remember that uh, Michael B. Jordan I know in mm-hmm. his like but those, those are movies those are things that you get really known from these actors they feel like they feel like they were cast in a way because they were so brand new to this all like they, none <laughs> of them have huge imdb pages yeah. or anything but that they would be willing to go to bulgaria for parts of the year shoot this and then um come right back home and then be <laughs> I- ex- yeah, it it just seems like they cast people who they knew at first wouldn't be too busy.
1: Right, and I I know that like also other shows like Preacher, I've had it where like makeup takes a long time and stuff like that. Yeah, um, but that they wouldn't complain because they're happy for right, their role. and course. I'm not trying to
0: begrudge uh, Mark A Altman for for choosing that, but at the same time, when you're hearing them meet as a cast, they they tease each other constantly. Yeah, like it's <laughs> not that kind of professional and atmosphere that you're used to seeing in a TV show. They're not afraid to pull out their phones and show pictures of what
1: they're doing on the thing. (laughs) It seems like they're very... Like, it's almost... not a it, network, it's TV cool. yeah. Show. It's cool because it feels like I guess it sounds at least that like they're actually friends, yeah. Um, but
0: it, that's what they said. The director said that, um, or the, sorry, the showrunner said that he's been on part of cast where everybody hates each other, and this because they were trapped in Bulgaria and people didn't speak the language <laughs> besides them, and literally oh, wow, the yeah. cast and crew didn't speak the same language for the first like few episodes, so they started having to learn Bulgarian. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's just a crazy thing, but the, they seem like they're huge friends because they were teasing each other other to the point where like, um, the guy who plays Xander was like, yeah, Raylan's a terrible actor. Like, it (laughs) was like when we watched Misfits and, um what was the Nathan guy started making fun Robert of Robert Sheehan. Yeah, yeah. Robert Sheehan started making fun of Simon. Uh, Ewan Ewan Rian Rian, yeah. In real life. Yeah. And that was just his personality. <laughs> like you could tell the Xander guy was, uh, he's quite the tr- prankster. Right. Yeah. yeah. And
1: so apparently this must've been pretty big then because in episode two, uh, Jax's mother meets the gang Um where they were at uh, the place with Jennifer is where Jax's mother was. So we get a scene with Jax and her mother and you can see that the mom really cares about Jax but Jax is like I want my friends to survive and then she's like I'm not sure if I can do that like you know we we might just need to send them into the portal and so so she's
0: part of the evil crew yeah
1: basically okay and and does she explain why she ditched her daughter her reasoning was that she saw that the portal was unstable so she went to go help it (laughs) she went to go help the portal yeah Okay. So that's just yeah. A, it's
0: not supposed to make a lot of sense. Yeah. If you're watching this show. It's more just to have fun. And I, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's that's a good way of playing it. I wanted to ask. Did they explain why there was two Jaxes? Because apparently there was a second oh. Jax that was evil. Yeah, and I, and I thought to myself, oh, okay. well, usually when shows do that, they try to make they save like a big like interrogation like showdown. But in this one, it, like what ends up happening is Xander basically picks up the second Jax while they're fighting, <laughs> throws her into the portal. And then the other Jax gets mad that he killed his second self, even though the second self was evil. It it was very odd. Okay, so
0: you have to get that, like, this show is constantly paying homage to all the old shows, like Twilight Zone even, like, just crazy stuff. Their plots don't really fit together too well or anything. But but ultimately, I've heard that there are dream selves. I hear that there are like, uh, as you said, evil versions of everyone. Like, there's multiple times throughout the season where people are talking to themselves mm-hmm. and they have to shoot two people. Apparently, in the second in the second episode, they found out that one of the characters that they cast was a twin. And they were just like, let's bring her in. So they flew in the twin from somewhere I, else and was like, all right, now you get to play. Like she had the easy job because she only right. had to play the thing once. Everybody else had to play their role I, twice. I have
1: to say, learning more about the show, I have to give it more respect, A, for the fact that they shot during COVID and B, it just seems like they didn't really care. Like they were just like, let's 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 make this thing as, as fun as possible.
0: Yeah, none of them would stay it straight out, especially the, the main guy, the Mark Altman again. Uh, but I could tell that most of them realized that their show isn't like the best stuff it's no game of thrones it was very cheesy it's, it's yeah. yeah it could be considered bad like they were having no excuses for the action scenes they of course never said anything about it right, being course, bad. Yeah. it was more just along the lines of like this has been such a great experience i'm meeting some great people <laughs> and i'm like I'm, I'm sure you are these people seem like a lot of fun to hang out with. right yeah um in fact some of the interesting stuff that i learned about the characters like priscilla quintana who plays Jax. Um, she has a quote that was aligned but there are so many stray dogs everywhere, so my goal while I'm here is to get those dogs to America. so so she's like this huge philanthropist who with limited amounts of funds is trying to get these dogs passports so that they can get back to America and get them homes Um, she wasn't comfortable with her character until episode 5 or 6 and not confident with like the rest of the cast but apparently like they were hanging out from episode 1 they were having the Bulgarian police called on them in like the first episode afterwards afterwards when they were all partying right? Um,
1: (laughs) yeah um the oliver dench guy well, let me ask you who's your favorite character uh no oh, that's a tough one i would probably just have to say xander he seemed funny at points
0: okay so. well i was going to say the same thing but for a different reasons. so in one interview they were asked like what they were obsessed with and he's obsessed with shakespeare but to the point where like he veered off into a hamlet soliloquy right yeah and then it turned into a lecture where he was quoting like how it wasn't an iambic pentameter, the part that he was Right, the da da
1: da da thing, yeah.
0: Yeah, but the part that he did wasn't like that, and that was meant to break the fourth wall in the Shakespeare play. And then he went on about how playwrights at the time were sexist, racist, xenophobic, and how Shakespeare was no exception, <laughs> but that he was pretty progressive for his time period and how he wrote these female wow. characters. And then he started quoting the certain plays and how like other people like Johnson and Marlowe, didn't do that. It seemed like he could literally go from this, if the acting thing doesn't work out, <laughs> to become a <laughs> yeah, teacher first, about first. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was super engrossed by it, more so than the actual like
1: basic questions that you get with right, those yeah. type of interviews. I, I did want to kind of bring up yeah, a side storyline that happens uh with Zazi and Jed. They seemed like two kind of out of the blue characters, which I think they're see, new. You could say about any of the characters. But yeah, so Jed apparently has advanced biotic implants um which apparently could help them with this test that's coming up and uh zazie kind of gets annoyed because he sees jet like sneak into the professor's room later on in the episode and it's like you're gonna be stealing the answers and that's how you've been doing so well on the test and then later on it just turns out that the reason that he actually went in, in, into the room was because he picked up a job as a janitor to pay for his tuition for the college it it just seemed very again like it didn't have anything to do with the actual episode. It seemed like. All right. So do you want to
0: take it? This the show takes place in two thousand one hundred ninety nine. Yeah. Right. But they are not making no illusions, kind of like with the original Star Trek. They and uh, and what, what's the other one? The Next Generation one. Um, they are trying to do allegory and metaphor to social issues of today. Oh, okay. So if you have someone who's <laughs> poor and they don't want to, and they're embarrassed about seeing. Someone right, yeah. else are learning about that, then that's basically what they were going off of. Very kind of like cliche uh, stuff you'd see on like Cartoon it, Network it seems TV like a, shows. Yeah, maybe. it seems
1: like a lot of shows are doing that as of late. Well, um, that's
0: not what they say. They say this is the only one. <laughs> so, <laughs> why? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I yeah, know, but so the, the ending of the episode is they end up beating the council. The council, including Jennifer, are, like, taken by the police or their version of the police. Mm-hmm. And then they get a distress call from a different ship after it's been fired upon by, I believe, some aliens. I think it was a cetarian ship that, that sent out the distress call. And that's the end of the episode
0: yeah so did it leave you on a cliffhanger then
1: yeah that was, that was supposed to be the cliffhanger and it just I, it felt like almost kind of one of those star trek movies that we were kind of talking about before where mm-hmm. it's like oh this is the new mission and then you see the ship you know veer off and it's supposed to be like oh what's gonna happen next week so yeah exactly did they give any sort of update to what happened like next time on no, you know? <laughs> no they, they didn't go that old school but uh i, well, no, I mean walking dead does that Well, yeah, but I didn't see any promo, at least. Okay. Um, But they did jam-pack this with, like, a lot of jokes but the jokes weren't really funny the, <laughs> like the jokes the, fell flat were they
0: fo- were they in bulgarian accents <laughs>
1: no no but it's okay. felt like very much like a cw type of show because it is on the cw yeah. they um, do do local hires too like apparently one of the people that they hired was
0: bulgarian and he refused to cut his hair so they had to <laughs> put a hat on him in the first season and that's where they got the earthcom hats apparently like that became a thing huh, okay. Like that's, they were like, yeah. okay and then they had to dub them in post <laughs> <laughs> and because the uh the showrunner said um, that all these James Bond films and stuff had done that in post that he didn't feel guilty at all about doing that because it's been done in the classics and so it's good enough for his show.
1: <laughs> wow, okay yeah, that's that's a quiet trip to go on. Um, yeah, I,
0: I mean this season is supposed to be more spy show oriented. Well, the first season as I said, was supposed to be more of a learning thing where
1: probably the storyline
0: you were talking about with the janitor is what Priscilla's character right, yeah. uh, Jax was going through
1: and that, I, yeah yeah I w- well I was just gonna say like it, does this have like an overall storyline? because it felt like a more of a week by week type thing. Well you said
0: it yourself like they found out that mom was alive so clearly there's some sort of story arc that they're going for and a mythology that they're trying to create a universe (laughs) world building yeah. Absolutely but at the same time I think it's also supposed to be simple enough for anybody to tune in and just enjoy what they're watching. Yeah like I was
1: able to to tune in
0: and understand what I was watching. Yeah part of that may be due to as I said they've done a lot of recasts they're missing some of the major characters apparently there's this lady named Atria who was the one who was a twin and she's from a show like home and away, right. so um, <laughs> yeah, she's she was in that Australian show, right? Yeah, um, and they've been missing, and so they've recast with a lot of new people and stuff. But it's been considered that the second season was sort of a pilot run. So again, Second Life. Yeah, and also the first season, because it didn't get too much promotion, a lot of people weren't even aware that it existed. Like, again, yeah, I like mean, I said from the very get-go, this thing was shot and shot out there, and I'm surprised that it got the second season based on I,
1: I would love to see this show continually just, like, go out, like, with, like, insane timelines, just in terms of, like, how, what takes to shoot and um, film it, and just go on for, like, nine seasons. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: it, it, like, the second season, first episode was called... Something like uh, this one's different. Things have changed, <laughs> so like they're not afraid to show that the characters are like developing. And it's funny because the cast themselves, like if you go onto their Twitter following or anything, they're not like super well known yet. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, maybe if this show really really takes off in the future, uh, it would be I, uh, funny just to see these characters or these like I, I become just think really it, famous.
1: I think it'd be funny if it was like six years later and they're on season fifteen or something like that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, I see what you're saying. I don't think they. I think
0: they do only one a year though. Yeah. But yeah. That,
1: okay. Well, as I said. Before, it's actually fun, kind of learning about what they're doing. But I have to say, in terms of everything I've watched, this is probably on the lower end. But it seems like they kind of know that. So there's yeah, gonna...
0: it's it, the reviews for itself have been either like, well, it's it's out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's something to watch. Um, it, I, but it, the individual people, unless they're really into, well, even if you're really into like space shows. I don't think you would like this show. I think I, it's I if think, you're really into relationship shows. Yeah, or
1: stuff. and I think it's really prime. Our audience is like tweens or people who are they just were saying, becoming they teenagers. Were saying, like,
0: yeah, teens to early college is what they were hoping for, at I least. can't
1: imagine anyone watching this in early college. You but I hey, think if that, you that you they
0: would it? see the translation of their real life in oh, the God, janitor. No. <laughs> that,
1: I mean, there was a similar storyline in Shameless when Lip went to become a janitor. Yeah, but that's Shameless that tries to push the bounds. This was this was definitely not a show that tried to push the bounds. I mean, does it say what well, it's rated like TV 4 or TVPG or do you not uh, know? Not, a, not aware. Yeah, okay, but hi, it's a yeah.
0: CW show so I mean they gotta have some stuff. Like when I've heard that the CW picked up Swamp Thing and Swamp Thing was supposed to be this dark, dark <laughs> yeah. show and now it's got to like they gotta take out all these scenes in order to make it lighter. Yeah, strange. Um, yeah.
1: yeah. I'm afraid that's what's gonna happen with uh, Daredevil and Disney Plus so that's a different conversation.
0: Yeah, I was also thinking about how like with it would have been funnier if, with Swamp Thing if they had made him like less dangerously green like made him like a lighter green like the hulk from 2003 type or color kermit, or something yeah <laughs> okay make him more of a kermit character yeah uh was there a character named greg lee in the show
1: uh not from what i saw no
0: okay i think he was the love interest in season uh one along with uh jacks and then um let's see and uh, as i said uh priscilla Jax's character she yeah. wanted to um end up with Raylan, right
1: <laughs> yeah strange yeah
0: yeah, and then uh, other than that, my notes are kind of empty. Like, I think we've gone through most of the stuff. Uh, just some random notes about the stunt coordinator and.
1: Do you know how many? Oh,
0: they might be doing a musical episode in the future, which would be funny because none of them know <laughs> how
1: to sing. Like, what, so it would be them making their own music, kind of like telling the book dubbed. of Percy. So well, yeah, but <laughs> it's not like them going to be actually taking real songs and actually singing, right? No,
0: but from what it sounded like, the script was written, the more the characters, that the actors played the characters, the more they tailored it towards the characters. Like, okay. they found out that one was a dancer and knew sort of how to fight, and so they kept on giving him fight scenes. And it feels like because these characters are becoming more attached to the person who's playing them, um, that they're probably going to be more... in. Interactive with what they're doing with the characters. Yeah, I imagine. Well, in the first season, it felt like, from the reviews at least, like it was hard to take them seriously. Right. Yeah. So maybe the show will get better. Right now, it has been panned pretty bad. Um, but it's probably gonna get a third season so enjoy it while you can and watch the cast interviews because those are actually enjoyable so that's what i would say about the show with the logan's run thing though like did it come across at least like sensical did it make sense
1: i mean it made sense but it was just like really you're gonna it's like space jam you're gonna leech off of other people's like their talents and just like the energy they have Uh for your own game it just was so comical were they like let's fix it
0: in post when it came to the special effects or could you tell that the oh
1: it was like the, it's like it was like let's fix it in post when it came to the special effects but some of the exterior shots like i said before with the spaceship and you even see i think part of earth at one point i thought you're gonna say you see a string just holding one up <laughs> and i was just like yeah that's pretty low budget yeah, but <laughs> but those parts i guess were like pretty passable so
0: okay all right well i think we've done that one justice and we'll see you on the next episode thanks for listening and you have a good one bye bye, bye.